Uh, sorry for that breaking transmission, guys. I think something went all over the place with Google and all of that. Um, I was talking about some uh, tips on illustration, and we were at number 13. All right, number 13. Train your observation and uh, your observation skills and memory. I trained my memory a while back while in secondary school by observing license plate numbers of cars as they uh, as they approach the car, the vehicle I'm in, and then close my eyes and try to remember their plate numbers and then look after they have passed the vehicle to see if I was correct. All right. So I basically was uh, trying to recall license plate numbers of cars as they passed by me. All right. Then later on, I moved into trying to catalog all the types of vehicles I see on the road as I'm going. So how many Peugeots, how many Volkswagens, how many Mercedes am I seeing on the road for each time I am on the road. It actually helps build my memory and also my observation skills. How does that work? While observing those cars as they are passing by, I'm able to see the subtle differences or even the very light differences between all the types of vehicles that I see. All right, Some things that are similar in all Benzes, some things that are not so similar in them, how a Mercedes ML50 differs from a 190 and all the other Mercedes that are out there. Same thing for a Peugeot, same thing for all the uh, uh, car makes I see out there. So now, while making that observation of their plate numbers and counting cars, not cars, counting cars, I'm able to actually remember what these cars look like. So when I get to draw an illustration where I'm asked to put someone on the streets, I am not just drawing vague looking generic cars. I am actually able to put a Benz in my image. I'm actually able to put a Pojo in my image that anybody looking at the illustration can tell almost instantly, oh, that's a Mercedes ML 50. You understand what I mean? So observing cars and trying to remember what they look like got me into getting them into my work in a more realistic setup. So I'm able to actually render cars as they exactly look. Okay, so it trained my memory and got me to understanding something as well. So understand how to do that. Develop your own skill or your method for doing that, but train your power of observation. All right, remember things. There are quite a lot of things that you would have seen drawn by other people that even while you are copying, you might not be able to fully understand until you're able to observe it in things that are outside, outside on the streets. Okay, there's a particular pose uh, that... A lady can, can stand in when in a specific fashionable pose that was eluding me, that eluded me for quite some time, uh, for some time while I was in secondary school. But ultimately, standing at the bus stop at Antony one day, and I, I, it was a lady, and she was standing with a bag between her legs, and that particular pose of what she had, she was having, she was in that pose that very day. That was the day I was able to actually observe a person in that specific pose, and I remembered every aspect of how she stood. And I drew that thing immediately. I got to my destination that day. And since then, I've been able to understand how that particular pose works and everything that I do and how to manipulate it beyond even that specific pose itself. So observing your immediate environment, observing things around you, and using those observations into your illustration can only help take your illustration into a different height. Familiarity, remember. It's one of the things we talked about earlier. Okay. Now, um, this might not... It's something a lot of illustrators think is required of them, but you need to know them. Number 14, understand the elements and principles of design. We have had to talk about that here on the show. Please go back and listen to that particular episode. Understand elements and principles of design, or even Google, up, Google it out. Find out more about the elements and principles of design. These are the things that 
would actually help make your drawings or your illustrations better. You will actually get greater by just observing those rules concerning the elements and the principles of design. So study and understand them. And under that particularly is your number 14 here, number 15 here. Understand the color wheel and the color theory. Yes, your illustrations might not always come out in color because a good illustration doesn't have to be colored for it to be awesome. All right? Take that and note that and perfect that. From the minute your drawing is in black and white, we should be able to tell that it's a great illustration. Color is only an enhancement. It is not what makes the illustration the illustration. Color is an enhancement. All right? So, but understanding the color theories, understanding color as a whole, understanding the color wheel and everything about the color, the primary, secondary, and all those color things related will help make your illustrations better when you have to enhance them using colors. Okay? So understand that. And combining color understanding with lighting and, and light and then the energy and all that, you can almost smell what can happen once you put that together in an illustration. Put your knowledge of lighting and light into it. Get the energy to be in the illustration. Put your perspective into play and then match it all with a great color understanding. You will be surprised what your illustration comes out to be. Now, number 15 from me here, this is not at all the, the last, even though it's not the least. It is the last on this list presently. Uh, read, number 16. Read. Read everything. Illustration is like writing. You are only as good as how much you know. So do not limit your knowledge to just those things that you are particular about. As an illustrator, you will be called upon to illustrate things that are not in your specific area of interest, that are not in your specific area of immediate knowledge. But you will need to illustrate those things on a broad scale. So a reading uh, culture that involves you reading beyond things that you are immediately comfortable with. Nothing should be sacred when you want to be a great illustrator. You need to be able to read across all genres, all areas, all aspects of human endeavor and living. Read, read, and never stop reading. You can only illustrate what you have learned and what you know. Remember, observation builds your illustration skills. Likewise, knowledge, reading, and observing information about other cultures, other crimes, other areas, other objects and things can only help boost your imagination and thus enhance what your illustration comes out to be. Your illustration is only as great as the message or the story that you are telling in it. Remember that. Your lines how smooth your lines are, how rough they are, how much perspective, how much of uh, uh, understanding you have of the tools would only be workable or good, depending on if the story you want to tell comes out as you want it to. All right? So read, understand, know the stories that you want to tell before you start telling them as in your illustrations. All right? Now, those are some of the things I have been able to observe over the period of time that I've been uh, illustrating for uh, this years and all that. And they're not particularly exhausted. There's quite a lot of other things out there. I'm sure if you could look up what other illustrators are talking about, you will find out more and more things that will make your illustration uh, not just the good illustration, but the great one. Okay, I promise to share some tips from Daniel's told here. I'll give you a link at the end of the, the show about the full thing that Daniel told wrote. He actually shared 50 tips for better illustrations. I'm only going to share a few of them here that are of immediate importance to the idea of taking your illustration, not just in terms of how you give, uh, get your client's work done, 
but basically your own expressions of illustration, how to get it from being good to being great, all right? It takes some pressures of you to understand certain things according to what these things we share is about. Okay, now, number one, he says, from Daniel Steele, Daniel Stone says, forget style, all right? In the illustration world, um, especially among young illustrators, people are obsessed with uh, uh, talking about style. You know, I want this style to find a style. Uh, I should go for this style or that style. And see, it's been said countless of times, but let's just say it again to ourselves here. Do your illustrations, and your style will emerge over a period. Because your style will not be dictated purely by your strokes, by the lines that you put on the paper. Your style should be dictated by the, by the story you tell, by the way you tell the story, by your understanding of light, by the position of the lighting that you use, by the kind of energy you keep in your illustration. And that can only be achieved over a period of time. It's not something you start with. It's something you develop over a period of time. Okay? And, and there's quite a lot of illustrators, even Nigerian illustrators, that have uh, actually been able to define their styles based on that particular process. Okay? So you're not going to start off and... Uh, and build a style from the get-go as an illustrator. You build your style over time. And one other thing that may actually even surprise you as, as an illustrator is that your style will not usually be defined by you. Your style will be de de defined by people that observe your illustrations. Okay? So forget about style. Just draw. Just illustrate, and your style will emerge over a period of time. Number two, use paper. All right? There are a lot of digital methods for creating uh, illustrations and you know pens, graphic pens, mouse and all of that. But a lot of things cannot be immediately sketched out or tried out on digital platforms. Hence, always start your sketches from paper. Even the best illustrators around the world, the greatest illustrators around the world till now use in paper for their basic sketches before transferring to digital media and platforms. All right? Being able to sketch on paper is a whole lot of uh, a whole different field in, in itself all right i think there's something about it that makes it organic there's something about it that just makes it relatable that you are able to actually feel the flow of the artwork you're doing more than you feel it if you are doing it on a digital platform so use paper as much as you can all right number three remember that digital tools are not magical all right that's something so and i think it goes back to understanding that uh, the textures that you create, that you get in, in Photoshop, all the tools, the software, the brushes, you know, the special brushes, the texture brushes, all the special things that you find in digital uh, media or digital tools for illustration, they don't determine how good your illustration is. They are not good to just automatically make your illustration great. Oftentimes, they might even end up making your illustration worse than it actually should be. All right? Because there's nothing more... Um, uh, how I call it now, more put offish for the human mind than something that looks mechanical. And that is exactly what a lot of digital tools represent. They are able to only give you a texture in a repeated pattern, in a particular structure and way that is completely ordered. All right? So that ordering throws of the human eye and throws of the human mind. However, you are able to, if you are able to actually express that thing, not just by using digital tools, but by forcing digital tools to create your own texture, it actually works better that way. So you might want to uh, take that note. Remember that digital tools are not magical. All right? He says also, number four, be realistic about time. Okay? A lot, and this, this particular realis uh, realization about time is not just about how long it takes to draw or get an illustration done, but as much as it's about 
how long it take for you to get from good to great. Be realistic about that time. Don't expect that your illustrations will go from good to great by tomorrow morning. Everything good takes time. Now imagine how long everything great takes. All right? It takes even more time. So be realistic about time. Now for clients' work and for beliefs, be also realistic about time. And I know as creative persons, we are very, very, very optimistic and we will overestimate our own capabilities. Please reduce that uh, overestimation and just be realistic about the time it takes for you to get illustrations done and to get them done right, no matter how good you are. All right? Number five, don't steal other people's ideas. I don't think we can say this more, more than it's already said. It's not appropriate. Copying is one thing. Passing off somebody else's work as yours is completely, no, it's a no-no. It's completely off. You do not try to do that at all. Now, number five, or number six here, he says, know thyself. All right? Now, this is also about developing your own style, understanding how to get your illustration to be different and still be great as every other great illustration is out there, is to know who you are. All right? Because while studying illustration or while getting your illustration done, you are bombarded by a variety of artists and renderings and illustration ideas and styles that are all over the place, and they might get you confused into thinking about which one to follow. You might end up creating a Frankenstein of an illustration style that ends up being nothing like who you truly are. So take some time out to understand yourself and know exactly the kind of illustrations you want to get done and how you want to get those illustrations out there. So know yourself. Now it goes on with a lot of other things that are about 50 tips of this. I'm going to just highlight some of the ones he said here and then put the link out there. All right? Now he says that for one, drawing is thinking. Thinking hurts. Do it anyway. Drawing is thinking. You are actually going to put your thoughts on paper. So think and draw. Um, hands can be as expressive as faces. And I think that goes into the anatomy study thing. Understanding that the movement of the hand, the position of the hand, the placement, the structure is as expressive as the face or the rest of the body when getting things done. All right? Uh, again, it says, try to find inspiration and aspiration from outside the field of illustration. Again, that goes back into the reading end of things. Study beyond your immediate scope. Outside of illustration is where you will find a lot of ideas and inspiration that you can actually use and bring into the, the realm of your illustration. Okay? Also here it says, uh, there are no shortcuts to good drawing. Okay? There are no shortcuts. There are only ways to follow specific things about drawing methods to get your drawing to be awesome. There are no shortcuts to it. Sketch as big as possible, especially when doing portraits or things that are going to be used in prints. All right? No drawing ever loses its um, appeal when scaled down. So draw large, as large as can be possibly done whenever you are illustrating. And then always find out exactly where your illustration is going to be used. That will determine how you actually work with it at the same time. Okay? Um, it also says, and this, as I said earlier, a picture without a human element is hard to relate to. We know that. Don't always draw everything on the center of the image or the center of the page. And I think that is something we go around Anytime I am with students, it's always a factor. People try to just draw into that encased little space at the center of the entire page. Not everything needs to be at the center of the drawing. Positioning is also how you tell your story. So position your elements and your entire image well on the page. Okay? If you have to explain an idea or an illustration, then it is not a good illustration. Straight up. If you have to explain your illustration, then it is not a good illustration. That is how you even test whether your illustration has gotten uh, from the level of good to great. 
Because once you present it, you shouldn't have to say anything for everybody to understand exactly what you just illustrated. So stick to that, keep that in mind. Now, tracing is not a bad idea, but tracing is like a crush. Using it is okay, it helps you from time to time, but it's not something you want to use all the time. Tracing objects is like copying them, it's like studying them, it helps to understand the lines, helps to understand their form and structure, and helps to recreate them in picture drawings without having to trace all the time. Just refrain from tracing every object out all the time. It doesn't make for an illustration, rather it makes for a trace of a photograph. Okay, so reduce the tracing, but do not be uh, ashamed to use tracing in the illustration that you're getting out. Every time you draw, every line you draw on a person's face makes them older. I think a lot of illustrators will understand this over time. That is why younger people tend to have less lines and older people have more lines. So every scratch, everything, every line that appears on a human being's face makes them look older than they truly are in your illustration. All right. And now, this one is a general tip. As an illustrator, no matter how good you are, you can always learn something from anyone's drawing. All right? And at the end of it all, being able to edit yourself is elusive, but it's the most valuable aspect of illustrating that you can give to yourself. You need to understand the principles and elements and everything that's required to make an illustration great enough to be able to edit yourself before you get that illustration out there. Okay, so um, there's a phrase we use uh, around the office here that says that illustration or a good illustration or a good design is a disease of the eye. It's something you can see immediately. All right, so you as an illustrator should be able to train yourself enough to be detached from your illustrations enough to observe them in such a way as to be able to edit and correct yourself before you actually get them out there. Granted, you are not going to do things perfectly. Understand that no illustration is perfect, all right? But progress is more important than perfection. Getting your drawing to constantly improve and constantly be better is more important than trying to get it to perfection, all right? So working towards that is much more important than that. Now, in all, let's highlight some things that are just key to ensuring that your illustrations go from good to great. Read. Understand as much as you can about everything that you can possibly observe and notice in your environment, all right? Two, observe things well. Make a study of things around your environment. Seek out things you can observe and remember, okay? Understand the human anatomy in all its workings. Get somebody to pose for you. Get some live drawings classes going. Find a way to get yourself to actually draw human beings in live presentation before you. Okay, understand light and lighting. It is a factor that you cannot remove if your illustration is going to get into being great. All right, okay, let me get uh, these are four, then number five and six. I'll just add this and I'll make things. Yes, tell your stories in such a way that your illustration does not need further explanation once presented. In fact, that is the only thing that makes a great illustration. You set it out there with your lines, with your colors, with your lighting, with all the things you have been able to put in, with the familiar objects you have put in there. And it tells the story exactly as intended without missing. That is a successful and great illustration. With all those things in mind, and constantly practicing to constantly improve on your illustrations, using these tips and some more that you may find out, it will be constantly what will make you get your illustration out there to be a lot better than it is presently. Okay, understanding to read between the lines, knowing differences 
within all aspects of what your brief is given us it's what will make you a better illustrator whether you're illustrating for comic books for animation for video games for posters for book covers or for whatever it is that illustration is required of these things are things that would help make your illustration better whether you're working in line art whether you're working with only pencils whether you're inking or working even purely with colors all right i know illustrators who are basically illustrating completely in um brush and pen or in watercolor even with that these are things that are important. These are important for you to uh, hold on to and things that will constantly help you get your illustrations to go from good to great. All right, now with these tips, I expect your questions or even I expect to see some more uh, improvements in your illustrations over a period of time. If you care to share how this thing has actually helped you look at um, your illustration differently and improve upon it, please put it in the comment section and we'll take it up from there. There's going to be some things that we'll probably be arranging on our end here. Uh, I know this one hour or the tips we share sometimes might not be completely enough to share some of these tips and how they can actually work because illustration is a practical art. It is something that ultimately, no matter how much you put in your mind, you will need to actually practice it. So perhaps we will be able to get ourselves together in a room very soon to look at illustration as a topic and get our hands dirty and into getting all these tips, all these ideas on ground to actually create illustration that would be great all right i, I promise that we're going to look at setting up a little um workshop that's going to happen soon the adverts is going to come out very soon so that we'll look at that if you guys are interested in it you will be able to participate in a small poll that we'll put together towards which one of the uh, workshops you hold first the advert will come out between now and tomorrow watch out for that and get us feedback on that as well we'd like to be a part of it or not let us know Okay, so with all of them, uh, please, if you uh, uh, missed all our ep previous episodes, go to Spreaker. We have episodes downloaded there. As podcasts, you can download it as podcast on Spreaker. And we will be moving our podcast to anchor.fm very soon because it has a larger capacity to host all of our episodes as we have put it out. So watch out for that. Once it's up, once we put all the episodes up there, we will put out a link where you can download all the past episodes of Create or Die Trying. Now, without much um, uh, anything else, there's quite a lot of things that need to be done for the rest of the week. I know you guys, your week is up to a great start. No matter how it is, you know you've got to keep on creating. You've got to keep on drawing. You, can't, you have to keep on growing. You have no choice but to constantly and continuously improve on your knowledge base to expand your creative skills. So, until we meet again next week, remember to always, always create all that try. See you guys next week. Have a great week ahead.